Brought to you by the Bloom Women's Ministry at Church on the Rock in Lubbock, Texas. This is Bloom Talks. Welcome to Bloom Talks. I'm your host, Cynthia Hernandez. And I'm your other host, Paige Allen. Welcome back, Cynthia. I'm back. I'm back. (laughs) Feels so good. I am so glad you're back. So you were also back last week, but this is your first time to be back when we are interviewing someone. Right. And Were you worried for a while that I wouldn't come back? I mean, I'm not going to lie. Maybe a little bit. I was too. (laughs) (laughs) And and in fact, I don't know if everyone noticed, but I think like maybe four or five episodes ago, I was like, Cynthia will be back real soon. And then then the next one was like, I just didn't even address it. (laughs) She's not here. (laughs) Because I knew you were coming back, but I didn't want to get the people's hopes up too soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you're back. I'm here. It feels good. Yeah, I'm so glad. Thanks. Well, today we have someone with us that I just think everyone is going to love and want to lean in and listen to. For sure. We're going to have Miss Elvia or Mama Elvia. I'm just going to start calling her Mama Elvia. Yes. And you'll get to taste a little bit of that. But she's in the house today. She is. You are going to love Elvia Ramirez. She is just going to tell us her story. And it's a powerful one. Yep. Here we go. Elvia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I am really excited for you to be on here. I was telling Cynthia, um, I want people to get to know you. I get to spend a little bit of time with you every week yes, at ma'am. the New Legacy Home because you are the, you're the house mama. Yes, I am. And um, a, a few weeks ago on a early morning when we do our devotionals, you said something about that the Lord had kind of said it was time for you to tell your story. Yes, he did. And you didn't know it, but I took note of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I would love, I would love to hear your story. Yes, ma'am. So, so that's what we're going to do today. We're just going to make space for you to share your story and okay. what God has done in your life. Yes, ma'am. Are you ready? We're we're so ready. I don't know anything about you, Elvia. So this is like a real treat for mm-hmm. me. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well. So you just start wherever you want. Okay. Um, I was um, raised in a good home. Mm-hmm. Um, I had four sisters. We had no brothers. Okay. So we were five girls. Um, my parents did very good with us. Um, we lived in a good neighborhood. We used, we were raised in church. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, when we started growing up, Getting older, uh, going to junior high, um, things change because mm-hmm. you you come across friends, mm-hmm. friends, and um, you know they're making bad choices, mm-hmm. and sometimes you just go along with it too. So that's what happened to me. I uh, started hanging out with friends that um, were um, just doing bad choices, making bad choices, and um, I fell into that too. Mm-hmm. I um, started at a very young age. Mm-hmm. I was very young when I started um, going off track. Um, can I say what I need to say, like drugs? Yeah. Oh, you can say it. Yes. Yeah, go you for can it, say so, anything. So uh, 
I um I started smoking mm-hmm. um, marijuana at the age of twelve. I uh, started drinking. Uh, we had a bootlegger that lived right down the street, he, oh. and he didn't care what age you were. Mm-hmm. You know, we would all as a group friends would go to the park, and you know, and that's how it started with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I was often on it as a as a young teen, but in my twenties, I um, I got introduced to uh, more harsher drugs. Okay. And um, I uh, I got addicted. I got mm-hmm. addicted and um, I drank a lot. I um, I um, I fell and I fell hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it everything just started spiraling out of control. Uh, and then I um, I was I was um, pretty much taking care of my kids by myself. Uh, the my first husband that I had. <laughs> Um, he was um, in prison, mm-hmm. so it just got worse from there. I was all alone, and I just, you know, I was trying to uh, comfort myself with wrong things. Mm-hmm. And um, then uh, when he came out, it was a very an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to leave her. He was going to hurt me badly. So I left, and then um, I met Rudy. Hmm. And Rudy and I, we hit it off real good. Um, I had already gotten a divorce, and um, we met, and we just started hanging out, and um, we got together. We actually lived together for a very long time before we got married, mm-hmm. but it was um, it was good, and then we both fell, too. You mm-hmm. know, we started um, just experimenting here and there with drugs again and mm-hmm. um it it's very hard for me to speak because at times I'm shameful mm-hmm. I you know uh, but it that's something that people need to hear yeah you know so I just we just started you know doing drugs alcohol uh, pot and cocaine mm-hmm. um, and um, it got pretty bad um, we started like always arguing and, you know, our relationship was falling apart Mm -hmm. and we knew we had to do something. But by the grace of God, you know, we went through all of that. And and to me, I I felt like I was so tired of that life that I wanted out. And I I was trying anything except God. Mm. But when I went... Uh, we went to go talk to Pastor Zephra and Josh. We, I was hurt. I was broken. I was lost. I was hurting. Mm-hmm. And um, Pastor Josh and Zephra started um, counseling us separately. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, when I walked into the Dream Center, I felt the Lord's presence as soon as I walked in. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me just, that's it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And we never went back to it. Wow. We started going to church. We started serving. I mean, I mean, in an instant, he took it away from us. Wow. And I hear other stories, and some people struggle, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. From one day to the next, that was it. It just that, ended. Wow. Exactly. Wow. So when we went there, we were so involved in the church, serving, just volunteering. Um, and then uh, Zephra asked me if I would work there as a proctor. And that's when I grew up 
spiritually mm -hmm. because I was in the back by myself. I would read books. So what I is would, it? Tell us what a proctor does. Oh, my God. A proctor is basically somebody that sits in a room and um, they watch the testers for GED. Okay. And you're, it's so quiet. Mm -hmm. But you get to read back there. And I read a ton of books. Mm. And I just, I, I mean, I would be reading and he would talk and talk and speak and sometimes when a, uh, one of the candidates was ready finished with the test or they were done with their test they would um call me you know and i would cry i was i was crying Aww. and they would tell me ma'am are you okay and i said no these are happy tears <laughs> <laughs> but I, I grew up so much spiritually as being a proctor wow that's where it started it's kind of like you had your very own little I don't know, little Bible school I with did. Jesus in the back of the. It was just me and him, and I loved it. Wow, <laughs> I loved it. Um, it was, it was so good. I did that for almost, I believe it was two years, mm -hmm. and then um, I started working in the front office, mm -hmm. and I loved it there too. I mean, I stepped foot at the Dream Center, and I've never looked back. And wow. I just now I'm working at the Legacy. Yeah. Yes. Wow. What yeah. an amazing just story of God's redemption. And I love the way you tell the story, Elvia, because all of those years that you just breezed through, you probably could tell us so much because oh, they were so yes. hard. They were. But you they could were. see your face light up whenever you switched to the like after God lifted that burden yes. and after he really changed you and Rudy and you, there's so much life there that it kind mm -hmm. of, I'm sure it changed the way you see your past. Absolutely. Not to discredit all of those years, mm -hmm. but when you tell it, it's like the testimony really is where you are now. Yes. And that is really, really cool to see. I love it. And if you don't know Elvia or if you haven't met her, Paige described her as the, the mama of the new legacy home and that's her mm -hmm. job. But do you ever have those women in your life where you're just... You're around them, and they feel like a mama. Uh huh. Yeah. Like Elvia's that. Yes. I yes. don't even know you that well, but you're just one of those women. When you're around her, when I'm sitting beside you, like you kind of just want to cuddle up next to her. <laughs> so you walk in something so powerful, mm -hmm. and I love that. Yeah, it's all, all. I owe it all to God. Mm. I mean, He's been good to me ever since I. Finally surrendered my life to him. Everything changed for me. Yeah. And um, it's amazing. He's he's so good. He's so good. So what is it that, when you look back, what is it that you think really caused you to surrender? Um, at that point, um, I was tired. Mm. And uh, mine and Rudy's relationship was, mm. we were... We actually had left each other for yeah. for a little while. Yeah, and um, I, it was because of um, unfaithfulness, you know, mm -hmm. like as far as, um, you know, he was with other women mm -hmm. and things like that. So I just I they, I even there was even times that I even thought about suicide. Really, I wanted to just stop the pain, mm. but. Um, Something would tell me no. There was there was times that I would think of ways how to do it. Isn't really? that horrible? Yes, yeah. but I did, and um, I remember I could hear a little voice saying, "Don't do it. Really, don't do it." Mm. And at that time, I I hadn't even surrendered to him, but I could hear somebody yeah. tell me, "Don't do it. 
Don't mm. do it. And I just went through a lot of heartache, a lot of pain and uh, suffering. And I was dragging my children in it, too, you know, and they were smaller mm-hmm. or younger. And um, they could see the hurt and the pain that I was going through. And um, they would try to help me. But, you know, it's it was really my choice. Mm-hmm. And I I'm so glad that we reached out and we got the help that we needed. Yeah. And that's what brought us to where we are today and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful and thankful for that. Yeah, wow. So your your role now as the um resident manager of the house mom of New Legacy, you get lots of opportunity to speak truth. Yes, I do. From this. <laughs> <laughs> so I I want to ask you a few of those about that. Like if you were talking to someone who maybe it's one of the ladies at New Legacy, but maybe it's someone who was in your shoes. Um, what what would you say to them? What would be some of your words of wisdom after living a certain way and coming out on the other side? Well, you know, I I get to be in in the very f- front of these these ladies come in hurt like I was, mm-hmm. broken like I was, mm-hmm. and when I see them walk in, they're not who they're supposed to be mm-hmm. you know they're they're they've lived so such a rough life yeah. and um I was there mm-hmm. I know how they feel when mm-hmm. they walk in and but once they start settling in and start um the classes and 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 you know the counseling and you know all all of the everything that's required there I I see their their spiritual growth, mm-hmm. and I can actually tell them, okay, I was there. I know how you feel, mm-hmm. but you know what? God can restore. He mm-hmm. can reconcile you. He can, and I, I just start speaking life into them, mm-hmm. and that's what was done for me. It, I was brought from the dead, and I was raised to life because mm-hmm. that's really where I was, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, and I can relate to the girls because I was there, and— they, I encourage them a lot, and we speak, and um, they tell me their stories, and I'm like, yeah, you know, that this is the way it is. This is, you know, this is the way it is now, but it's going to change because mm-hmm. God's going to restore you. Mm-hmm. God's going to restore your family. Your children are going to, you're going to get cl- close back to your children because a lot of them, they don't have that. They yeah. don't have their kids, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of them have lost them. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to see them um, go through that, especially with their children. Yes. It really, really hurts because mm-hmm. a lot of them, they've already lost them in the system or they've lost them to being adopted by somebody else right. or things like that. So. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So good. <laughs> I can't. I'm thinking about the times whenever I talk to my own mom and you always assume that she's had it together her whole life, right? <laughs> and then you're talking to her and telling her about what's going on in your life. And sometimes those words like, me too, I've been there, how much that just unlocks in me. Yes. And so what an incredible tool. I see you as a tool in the tool belt of God that he has placed you in the new legacy home. I bet there's so many times when you have just unlocked things for women just because you can say, me too. I feel what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. I have been there. Mm -hmm. 
And what an example of, you know, in the church we always talk about mm-hmm. or pray for. God is working all things together for his good. For his good. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And there was a lot of things in your life that are such a tool for good now. And that is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love yes. that. Yeah. If, I mean, you know, it's just like I see them and I I see their spiritual growth and when they start, they, they're they're so hurt, and then by the time you know it, they're all like, "Oh my God, they've learned so much. Mm-hmm. They've learned so much scripture. They've, I mean, you, you, they they're transforming right in front of our eyes, and it's beautiful to mm-hmm. see, mm-hmm. you know, because I was there, and he did the same thing for me. Yeah, and I know that a lot of these girls, they can walk in victory as yes. long as they apply themselves to the Word, to God. And um, he set us apart. He chose us mm-hmm. to be in that home. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that. Yeah. And we're mm-hmm. all growing in, in many, many ways. And it's all for his glory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said something earlier about it's a little bit hard for you to share your story. Mm-hmm. There's some shame that rises up. Yes, ma'am. Um, and I would think, I would love to know, how, you, how are you battling that? Because I think there's a lot of people listening, not just women that are at New Legacy, but everyone listening. Um, you said this to me the other day, you, or just earlier today, you said someone came and shared their story last night. And mm-hmm. the girls were amazed because they were people that, from the outside, you would never know yes. that they have quite the story, quite the past. Yes. So what are some things God has done in your life to help build the confidence that I am where I'm supposed to be. I don't have to live under shame. What does that look like? What has that looked like for you? Well, um, a lot of times when we t- say our testimony, it's, I mean, it, it's all the bad. But all the bad, it, God can take a mess into a message. Mm-hmm. And also, God can use your story. Mm-hmm. And if if I can save one girl, if I can just talk to her and let her know what I've been through and what God has done for me, and if that changes the way she thinks or, mm. you know, just make it better for her, I mean, then I'm doing an okay job. You yes, know? you are. <laughs> yes. So I just, you know, I encourage them to... Um, to surrender it to God mm-hmm. because that's what I had to do. Mm-hmm. I had to lay it at his feet and tell him, I don't I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to be this person. At the beginning, it was very hard because you don't change from one day to the next. Right. It's a process. Mm-hmm. And every day, every day, every day, he was working with me, working with me until I am where I am. Mm-hmm. And yes, you do change. The way you, the way, the way that you are from where you were, mm-hmm. you're too different people Mm -hmm. and we never were intended to live that way in the first place yeah right that's true that's good well i think there's something even powerful about you just sharing your story today Mm -hmm. like it's like another nail in the enemy's head like (laughs) the whole thing with shame you know and i was just even thinking as as you are bravely stepping out and sharing your story for women listening i hope it's an encouragement that they will share their stories as well yes. in situations that they find themselves mm-hmm. with friends or with coworkers or because we all need that voice, whether it's the voice of the Lord or the voice of a friend saying, 
you're going to make it, but you've got to surrender to the Lord. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I didn't realize how powerful speaking your testimony was, mm. but I've... I've heard that it's it's a breakthrough, and you know it's something that the enemy doesn't want you to share. And he's there's so much more, so much more. But I just sometimes I just think, Lord, you t- why did you take so long? But it wasn't him; it was me. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. now well, now that I know who he is and who I am mm-hmm. in Christ, I know that um, I had to get there so I could be here. Yeah. And um, I, I'm very thankful and grateful that I am. Yeah. I, what I went through, I don't wish it on anybody or anything, but I had to go through there, through that road, so that I could mm-hmm. come across and be where I am today. Yeah. Serving the Lord. Yeah. And that's something that I love to do. Mm-hmm. I love that about God. That there's nothing that He can't redeem, and there's nothing that's wasted. Amen. You know, nothing is wasted in him. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. Wow. Well, Elvia, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Do you have any other questions for Elvia? I just want to give her a big hug. Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for coming. Well, thank you and for, for having sharing me. your story. Yes, yeah. Ma'am. Yeah. It's, it's so... Um, I was going to... I'm trying to find the right word. It just makes me love God all the more mm-hmm. when yes. I hear people's God is stories. So good. And I just realize, God, you are so good. Yes, he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sees yes. each of us right where we're at. Yes. He meets you right where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am so, so thankful to you mm-hmm. for having me where he has me today. Yeah. That's I good. couldn't do it without him. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Althea. Yes, so. my pleasure. goes Mama Elvia. Oh, I just love her so much. I wasn't joking when I said I wanted to hug her. Like, she just, she has that. She really does. And so does she said, she mentioned Rudy by name, but most people don't know Rudy. Uh, Rudy's her husband and the ladies at the New Legacy call him Papa. So uh, that makes sense. they are <laughs> Papa and Mama, you know, and because they embody that so well. Yeah. There's something I want to there was something different about having her in the room today. Mm-hmm. Um, not that something was missing from any of our other sessions or anything, but there is a real peace in the room today. Mm-hmm. I think something really happened when she shared her testimony. Paige, maybe you can describe it better than I can, but it felt powerful, but not in a knock you over kind of way. Like something is just quiet and right in yeah. this room. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it's a woman who knows who she is in the Lord mm-hmm. and who is so aware of what he's brought her from and is willing to share that, but is also intentional about not giving it more power than yeah. it needs to have and being so clear. It, it, I've heard her actually talk multiple times about the two years that she was the proctor in the GED room and what a transformational pivotal time that was wow and that literally so we hired her at new legacy from that position in the proctor room and 
although it was a significant uh, promotion, so to speak, mm-hmm. I remember talking to her and she really wrestled with saying yes, although she knew it was what she was supposed to do. There was a little bit of almost grief in walking away from that place. And it wasn't the job. It was that there was this dedicated, quiet place where every day she didn't just talk to the Lord, but she went so deep with him and he he did this transformative work. And I think that's what we feel like. We mm-hmm. feel the fact that we are sitting with a woman who knows Jesus mm-hmm. and who has spent so much time with him. And she's never going to be one to be on the stage and be flashy, but her relationship with the Lord is so deep and so real. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a, it's really beautiful. It's powerful. It is. It's, it is. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. And I know all you women at home or in your car, because you're like me, mm-hmm. and you want to know what her past was like, right? Like what exactly happened? Mm-hmm. And this is what I want to challenge everyone with today, myself included. First of all, if you haven't shared your testimony before, um, let me tell you, you do have one. If you're walking with the Lord, you are a walking testimony. Mm-hmm. And how are you telling your story if you're telling it? What is the narrative in your head of your story? Mm -hmm. What parts are you focusing on? What are some things that you do need to bring to the Lord? Maybe you're not going to get paid to have (laughs) set apart quiet time. But what do you need to sit down and and ask the Lord? Like, Mm -hmm. what is the story that you're writing or that you see in my life? Because I guarantee you, he is not a God who is focusing on the parts where you were addicted, the parts where you were walking in darkness or running away, because he is wanting you to turn towards him. And he loves that victory. So what parts are you focusing on and what's that story that you're telling? Mm-hmm. And practice it. Maybe you, need to, maybe you need to talk to yourself in the mirror and tell your story for the first time. And... I I bet you something happens and is unlocked in the kingdom just by you voicing the testimony of God God's goodness in your life. Yes. I think that's a great um, kind of action item for mm-hmm. us today is to really reflect on our story and share it, but share it in the way that God wants us to. I love that. I also think I, I don't want to end without saying this is, you know, Elvia touched on two things. Mm-hmm. One, she touched on the fact that she, she came to her rock bottom end of herself and then surrendered. And if you find yourself today in a place of addiction and a place where you are in an abusive relationship and a place with suicidal thoughts, I want you to know that there is help. There is help. And what I love about Elvia's story is she recognized it wasn't something that she could pull herself out of herself, but she had to stop and intentionally reach out for help. And so I just kind of want to make space for that today. If you are in a place with any of those things or others, you can always reach out to us here at the Bloom Ministry at Church on the Rock or a friend or a counselor. Um, but the, you, you can't do it alone. Jesus didn't create us to live it alone. And so I want to encourage you to reach out and just simply say, I need help. Well, 
That was a great one. Let's um, let's let's all reflect and then begin to share our story. Love it. Thanks for listening to Bloom Talks. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and share to show your support. To stay connected, follow us on Instagram at cotrbloom or for more info about Church on the Rock, check out cotrpeople.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.